All right, and we are back. Hope everyone's having a great weekend. And tomorrow, it's like Christmas. NFL is back, and I'm here today, and we're going to win some money tomorrow because I got a ton of bets tomorrow. And you know what? I'm betting on myself here. I'm betting that I at least hit 60% of these bets tomorrow, at least. So best bet time. I mean, I hope everyone had a good preseason. Hope everyone's fantasy drafts came out well. I know mine did. I got a lot of uh, Deshaun Watson shares, so I'm praying that he comes back stronger than ever. All right, well, let's get right into it. And first game I really like, we're going to go with a little over-under, and it's Redskins-Cardinals, 43-and-a-half. You got two new quarterbacks. Pace is going to be slow. And I think that pretty much, I think Alex Smith is going to be with his new team. I I think he doesn't want to screw up. And I think that they're going to let Bradford throw the little check down, nothing crazy, maybe some throws to Fitzgerald. It's going to be a slow-paced game, 43-and-a-half. And I think it's a good bet. I think it's going to, you know, it's going to be like a, you know, 17-14 type game, something like that along those lines. So go with that one first. Next game, Bengals money line. I'm going with the money line because uh, it's two and a half now. And it was at three and a half before. I loved the three and a half. That was like a max bet for me. But Bengals money line, I think that the Bengals are a very underrated team. I think that the Bengals had some good games last year. Their offensive line has gotten better with adding Glenn from the Bills. And I think that luck isn't 100% yet. I think we haven't seen him throw downfield at all. And I think that's where his specialty is with T.Y. Hilton. And the Colts still have a terrible defense. Their offensive line is a little bit better. But the defense just really worries me. And I think Andy Dalton and Mixon and A.J. Green are really going to be able to take advantage of that. Also, Big red zone target, Tyler Eifert is in. He's okay. He's healthy. I like it. I think he's going to get a touchdown tomorrow. And, you know, we haven't seen him healthy, and that's big for them. That's big for them in the red zone. So I love the Bengals tomorrow. I think that's like, that's like, that's the best bet of the week, I think. I mean, if you can find a three and a half, you hammer that and you take the money line because I think the Bengals are just going to win. I don't know what the obsession is with the Colts. I think that this, the luck phenom is just driving this price up, and I think that it's, I don't know. I think that it's just really, I think the Bengals are going to win pretty, you know, they're going to win. I think they're going to win by field goal, something like that. Bengals are the team on the rise. And TJ Hushmanzada said it this week. And you know what? I, I trust TJ because he's there a lot. And he's telling, he's telling everyone Bengals are a team to watch. And I think they have extra motivation now. They see that's what's going on in Pittsburgh. They see the, all that stuff that's going on with Le'Veon and they see a team in turmoil and they think that they're going to be able to take advantage of that. They're going to come out and make a statement game one. Next bet. Chiefs three and a half against the Chargers. Chargers don't have a home field. Now they get the points for home field, but they don't really have a home field. From any report you've ever seen about that, it's basically just like, it's like watching like a tennis match kind of. There's just no... No emotion, nothing really. And the only emotion that might be there is the Chiefs fans that travel well, and they could be there, and they're making the noise. But Chargers, I, the Chargers don't have a home field, and they're getting the points for that, and they're overrated. And with this narrative that they were unlucky last year, they were unlucky for the first few weeks, and they just they got really lucky. They finished top, they finished in the top half of the luck of luck in the entire uh, NFL. 
and they still, you know, they didn't make the playoffs. And I think that they're uh, just an overrated team. Best cornerbacks out for the year. And the Chiefs, this Mahomes narrative that, you know, he's a rookie, whatever, not even a rookie, but he's second year, first year playing, that he's going to, you know, he. I think he's going to be great. I think Mahomes is a very good player. I think he gives them a new element to their offense. Now, Alex Smith did throw the ball well downfield last year, but Mahomes is a much better arm. So you add that in, and I feel like that's just, it just makes this team much better. This team has a bunch of weapons, and they're getting three and a half. They're getting three and a half. I love that. I mean, even if, even if they don't win, that, that hook is huge. So if that's what you got to do. You got to, you if you're, if you're listening to this late and you don't get the hook, buy the hook, get that half point buy the hook. And I just think that this team is going to be a good team this year and they are going to make a statement tomorrow. But next game, now I'm going to get a lot of scrutiny for this. Maybe I'm going with the Texans plus six. Now, Deshaun Watson's healthy, as we know. And when he was healthy last year, they were a top 10 offense. And we always know that the Pats are sluggish in September. That's been the narrative the past few years. You have, remember three, what was that, three years ago with the Chiefs, the, I think it was Monday night game. They they were, everyone's like, oh, this is it. It's over for them, blah, blah, blah. Even last year with the Chiefs, same thing. The same thing with the Chiefs last year, where they lost on opening night. Uh, the, oh, boy, what are they going to do? The Pats always start out slowish. It's not even that they just know they're going to make the playoffs, and they're not they're not pushing the full pedal to the metal on opening night. And I think the Texans are going to take advantage of that, especially because last year we saw that 36-33 game where Watson looked good, and the Pats only got one first down running the ball last year during that game. So you take you mix that in, especially with what 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 wide receivers do the Patriots have right now? They have Gronk, and then they have four wide receivers on their roster. That's including Slater, who's a special teams guy. So it's going to be a lot of James White, a lot of Gronk, but I don't think that's enough. They're going to be forced to run the ball, and if that narrative stays the same from last year, it's going to be hard for them to run the ball against the Texans. The Texans are healthy, and when they're a healthy team, the Texans are a Super Bowl sleeper. So I feel like you put that in. The offense is going to be good. They're going to have big playability. Now watch if Will Fuller plays. I think Fuller playing just adds to that big playability because the guy's a big play waiting to happen. But I think that I think Texans are going to cover. I think it could be a maybe a Pats win by three, Texans win type of thing. Pats win by four, but I think that six points they're going to cover it. Now look for that spread tomorrow. That could move the other way. I think maybe you could get some Patriot that could push that to six and a half, and you know, that's good. Pushing that to six and a half, that's a nice. And next game, the Bears plus seven and a half against the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau on Sunday night. Now, I think I'm going to get more for this one. But I think that the Bears are extra motivated after the Khalil Mack trade. They think that their organization is all in on them. And their defense is very good. Their defense is a very good defense, especially with Mack now. Now, do I, I don't expect Mac to totally play all the snaps. That's what I've been reading, but I guess we'll see. Now, I think that they're gonna just they're gonna keep they're gonna keep it close. They're gonna keep it close. And to be honest, it's Aaron Rodgers' first game back, but I think Aaron Rodgers is gonna be reluctant reluctant to run the ball more by himself. I feel like he's going to be safe in the first game back. 
And I think it's going to be more of a, a slow-paced game type thing. Now, Aaron Rodgers has been a, okay, he's been an amazing quarterback. And he's still the best quarterback, I think, in the league. But in the past few years, he's been bottom 10 in yards per attempt. Now, that's basically saying he's taking shots downfield, stuff like that. He's playing it safer. Now, he still has a hose or an arm, but back before all this, in from the range of 2010 to 2014, he had the highest yards per attempt ever since the Super Bowl, since the since World War II, Super Bowl, since World War II, the highest yards per attempt, and he was playing like a savage, and he still is a savage, but I think that He's still amazing, but he's not as amazing as he once was. And I think we kind of see that tomorrow, especially with the good defense. The Bears have a very good defense. It's young. They're ferocious. They're not going to, they, they really aren't going to, you know, people are predicting them to lose anyway. They're going to keep this game close. And that hook is huge. That seven and a half is humongous, especially from a betting perspective. So I like the Bears there plus seven and a half. Now, another good bet. Panthers minus two and a half against the Cowboys. And I'm not just saying this because I'm a Cowboy hater. I just, I don't think Dak is that great. That's the thing. The offensive line has a little bit of trouble right now. And I think the Panthers at home are going to be able to take advantage of that. I think Cam's going to have a great game. I think McCaffrey's going to have a good game. Now the Cowboys front seven is the best it's been in a long time. I know that. I just feel like Cam's going to have a great game. I really do. I think he's going to play well. And I don't know if the Cowboys are going to be able to move the ball that well. So I think that's another good bet. And that's, I mean, guys, I'm giving you, you know, I'm giving you winner after winner here. And we're going to keep this, you know, kind of short and sweet kind of. But, you know, I, I think I'm giving you guys some great winners here. I feel like we're doing great. And I have the perfect, the optimal fan duel lineup for tomorrow. And it's, I think it's going to be great. I'm using this in my 50-50s my double ups and I'm doing one big tournament and we'll see how that goes. But tomorrow for your optimal lineup, I got Cam Newton at quarterback, David Johnson at running back, Leonard Fournette at running back, James Connor at running back, Antonio Brown, Chris Hogan, Keelan Cole, Rudolph, and the Steelers defense. Now with FanDuel now we have the flex option, which is good. So that that's using your whole salary too. I'll say it one more time. Cam Newton, then you got the three running backs when you put in the flex. David Johnson, Fournette, James Conner. Antonio Brown, wide receiver. Hogan, Keenan, Keelan Cole, wide receiver. Kyle Rudolph, tight end, Steelers defense. Steelers defense is going to be, I think, a good play because this whole hurricane thing that's sitting up there, it's going to be 20-mile-an-hour winds. It's going to be harder to move the ball. And I think with the price that you're getting for Antonio Brown, you have to put him in there. And if you don't like it, if if the weather does get too bad at that point and we basically need to put someone else in there, I like Keenan Allen a lot. So let's check the weather tomorrow. We'll see how it is. But I think it's going to be rough. But I think Antonio Brown's just going to be a target monster tomorrow. So, and if that, if it's, if you're skeptical about the weather, I like Keenan Allen against the Chiefs. Now, David Johnson, I think David Johnson's going to get a ton of work. I think they're going to work him in. He missed a whole year. He wants to prove himself. He wants to prove to his teammates. He wants to prove to the NFL that he's back, that he's ready. So, I like that. 
Leonard Fournette against the Giants. Let's be realistic here. The Giants have a, they do have a good, solid run defense, but I think Fournette's just a beast, and I expect him to get a touchdown. I expect him to get 80 yards at least and a touchdown. At least. I'm talking at least. James Conner is going to get a be a workhorse tomorrow with the whole Le'Veon Bell incident. He's going to basically, it's not even an incident, it's basically he's just holding out. Like, thanks a lot, Le'Veon. I drafted you in one league. Really appreciate that, and it just sucks. I swear to God, every time I draft Le'Veon Bell, something bad happens. I had him in a keeper league three years ago. I, or what was it, three or four years ago, I dropped him back into the player pool because of that whole weed thing, and I was worried about him getting suspended, and I'm a complete jackass for that. God, oh, my team would have been nasty. I Just please don't get me started with that. Oh, boy. But, hey, thanks a lot. So I like Connor a lot. I think Connor's got some talent. I think he's going to get a good volume. And, hey, we'll see what happens with that. But Chris Hogan, another guy, tar- going to be a target monster. He's going to be with the whole entire uh, – the Patriots don't even have any goddamn wide receivers. Edelman's suspended. Hogan's going to be a beast. And let's be real. We always expect the Giants to basically give up some big plays, and I think that's going to be to Keelan Cole. And Keelan Cole's going to be the benefactor of that. So thanks a lot. Ah, Kyle Rudolph, Minnesota. I think that Cousins is going to find him early and often. I think that they're going to have a good chemistry and a good rapport. And I think he's got a good price for fifty nine hundred. And I, you know, I'm, pro- you know, I'm projecting 11, 12 points. Now, I think that this is a safe, this is a safe lineup for you guys. A very safe, nice lineup that basically is gonna get you your double ups. It's gonna get you your fifty fifties. Now, for tournaments, tournaments are tough. I think tournaments are gonna be tough. I think that tournaments you have to have at least one guy that is basically. Uh, not exactly, you know, not on the radar. You got to have one guy that's not on the radar that's going to kill, and that's always tough to find. But one guy I do like tomorrow that that could be that guy for you is uh, Mr. Royce Freeman. I mean, Royce Freeman's got good value. I think his value is so good that it's gonna, it's gonna, he's gonna outplay his uh, salary by a lot, and you know. Especially on DraftKings, I'm talking DraftKings because he's off, he's at 4,500 on DraftKings, and that's just that's that's a steal. So you got to put him in. And another guy is I feel like Demarius Thomas. I think Demarius Thomas is going to be a good sleeper because people who aren't exactly uh, you know paying too much attention to football but are just doing this for shits and giggles, they're going to think that Seattle. Oh, Seattle, that's going to be a tough matchup. Well, Seattle's lost half their defense, and they're probably not going to win more than six games. So you put a guy like Demarius in there, I think that he is going to play really well, and I think that he's a good guy to add in there for you. And another guy, last but not least, for Boomer Bus guy, I, I like Watkins, for Christ's sake. I can't believe I'm saying it. I like Watkins. I think Watkins, for a tournament, is going to be a good play. I think he has the chance to pretty much uh, do whatever he needs to do and get you the points, and he's going to maybe get a big player too, and they're going to try and get him involved early because he's new to the team, and that's how you take advantage of that. But, guys, hey, thanks a lot for listening. Remember, we got the bets of the week, and I think that they're going to be great. One more time in case you're just so you know, just so in love with my voice right now that you forgot what we talked about earlier. 
Bengals money line and Bengals two and a half. Love them both. Chiefs plus three and a half. Texans plus six. Panthers minus two and a half. Bears seven and a half plus seven and a half. And Redskins Cardinals under 43.5. Oh, wait. We got one more. And oh, I saved this because this is my best bet. Really, really best bet of the week. And it's a Monday night game, and it's the Lions minus six against the Jets. And no, I'm not a goddamn Jet hater. I don't like the Jets, but I'm not a hater. I think that the Lions at home are always tough, especially when they get that first Monday night game at home. They're always tough. I think that Matt Patricia, his first game, he's learned from Belichick. You have to challenge, challenge, and challenge these rookie quarterbacks. He's going to bring exotic blitzes. He's going to put Darnold on his ass, and he's going to... Basically, make Darnold make pedestrian throws, if that. He's going to make him make crazy throws or give him the pedestrian little throws. And the Jets only had one road win last year. They played much better at home, as we know. So I think that the minus six is big. I think the Lions win by 10, 7 to 10. Best bet of the week, though, extra best bet of the week right there. Lions minus six. All right. Thank you, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get some money tomorrow. Everyone have a great Sunday, and we'll talk next week.